This Thursday night football prop bets and DFS picks edition of the Sports Gaming Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W I N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by SGPN Fantasy. They're giving away an autographed DeAndre Swift jersey and a merch store gift card. Get all the details by following them on Twitter at SGPN Fantasy. Hey, this is Pac Man Jones. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. To the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Football. I well, I mean, should we uh, should we address the elephant in the room? Sure, go for it. I just I, I don't know if we we it's it's worth talking about. The we're I'm on a heater. Yes. I I'm not a superstitious oh, guy. Oh, you oh, are. Oh, it makes you uncomfortable to talk about it. So we should just address it, address it. We, we have not, you have not missed the dog this year. I have not missed the lock. I'm four and oh in money line dogs. Kramer eight and no with NFL live, which some say maybe has never happened before has four weeks into an NFL season, clean slate. I don't recall anything like that. We are, we are experiencing historic times, Ryan. We got a great show uh, for you today. Up first, we got a uh, Joe Fan talking Thursday night uh, props and uh, win. Build your own bet, aka some sweet same game parlays for the Thursday night game. And then we are joined uh, by Dave Heelman uh, at Dynasty Dorks talking Week Five NFL DFS Millie Maker lineups. Let's go, baby! Sounds exciting. It is, Ryan. No, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> I was speaking of exciting. Have you signed up for WinBet? What are you doing? Come on. We just SGPN historic number of downloads. Why? Because we got great sponsors like WinBet, Bet Big, Win Bigger. Bet $100, get a $100 free bet. I mean, who doesn't want a $100 free bet? SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash WinBet. If you're in the state of Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia, Get over on WinBet. I'm going to be in Arizona two days from now. I now only travel to WinBet states. So it just makes my vacation better. But I know I have access to WinBet, that sweet parlay wheel. We'll be sending that thing all weekend long. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offered subject change terms conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Also brought to you by Fubo TV. That's right, Fubo TV, college and pro football, plus the NFL red zone. If you like f- football, and obviously you do, you're going to love Fubo TV. 
hundreds of channels of live sports and entertainment for the fraction the price of cable. Best part is no contract, no commitment. Cloud-based DVR, they got you covered and you can try for free for 7 days. You're not going to need the free trial cuz you're going to like it. Fubo TV, that's F U B O TV.com/sgp 15% off your first month and uh yeah, again, 15% off your first month, 7 free days, college NFL football live. What more could you want? Just head over to fubotv.com slash S G P joining us on the line. Win bet brand ambassador, Mr. Joe fan. What's happening, Joe. What's up fellas. Great to see you guys. How we doing? Doing good. And you were uh, before the show kicked off, you're complimenting oh. my Philadelphia Eagles saying what a great time to be an Eagles fan certainly is. And uh, you were like your daughter got married or something. <laughs> yeah. Like congratulations on the yeah, you know the last undefeated team, Ryan four and zero. Felt really East Coast, you know. Like oh, congratulations <laughs> on the good good fortune for your family. Exactly. Uh, and then you were also pointing. You were also making a, a pretty solid case for the Jags. What's what's your take on the Jags so far this season? They're a fun team. I mean, it, it's amazing how low the bar was for Doug Peterson. Just like. <laughs> competency was really yeah. all he had to get to because it was such a dumpster fire or, uh, with urban Meyer. Like you think back to last year, it's, you can't overstate how bad it was. Like he was justifiably fireable in like October, Like it's, it was that bad. And it, so now you see the immediate strides from Trevor Lawrence. You see the defense that's fast. You see the blue chip talent that's there. Um, when you can lose on the road in one of the toughest places to play in a slot fest, it was a you know a rainy day, ugly weather, and you turn the ball over five times and you lose by eight, you gotta feel pretty good about yourself. It could have been 21 nothing, it's 14 nothing, and Trevor Lawrence overthrows Jamal Agnew. That's not to take away from the Eagles win because I think they were very impressive as well. And I could talk about sing their praises for an hour as well. But I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are very much for real. And, and- Jason Kelsey now has both a top podcast and an autographed warm-up jacket of From, the future coach of the year, Doug yeah. Peterson. So Yeah, wow. I wasn't I wasn't as high on the Jags. I just thought, you know, it, I What just, did Brandon Jacobs tell us about the jersey swap? <laughs> Soft. Soft move by Kelsey. Uh I just wasn't I wasn't as high on the Jags overall, but I said the one the one future bet I do like yeah. is Doug Peterson coach of the year cuz if they do come out and play well, um, or if they sneak into the playoffs, or if they somehow win the division, uh, him to win Coach of the Year, I think was like the best value at like fifteen, sixteen to one. So uh, interesting, interesting season so far. What about your uh, What about your Seattle Seahawks? Got to win against Detroit. It turned out to Gino's be, cooking. Gino, you know, <laughs> winning people a million dollars in uh, DFS. It was. <laughs> A, you know, the first game to put up a hundred points so far this season. What's your early take on this Seahawks team? Kind of been all over the map so far. Yeah, it's funny. I mentioned the word competency when talking about the Jaguars. There wasn't any level of defensive competency in that game between <laughs> the Lions and the Seahawks. I think it was like a collective eight and a half yards per play, over a thousand total yards. It was <laughs> absurd, but it was a lot of fun. I, I don't know if there's ever been a more wildly entertaining team that's one and three. Than the 2022 Detroit Lions. They I mean every single game. They were three and zero against the spread going in, and then yeah, they lose in the shootout to the Seahawks. But what fun that was! 48-45. It took a Big Twelve game. Yeah, no, um, they're they're leading in points scored and points allowed. Can I make a bold prediction? <laughs> yeah. They they will cover every time they're a dog, and they won't cover when they're a favorite. That's yeah. just what this got, team got to avoid them as a favorite. 
Yeah, what? covering Campbell. He bites kneecaps and, uh, <laughs> and covers spreads. Uh, this Seahawks team, they're going to be fun in spurts. You know, they don't play a lick of defense. Uh, but offensively, there's enough there when you look at an offensive line that they invested a couple of picks in that, that both Abe Lucas um, and Charles Cross as their new rookie tackles have looked really good. Um, that offensive line has been a top 10 team in terms of pass protection all year long. Um, I think everyone's overreacting a bit to the lions game and sort of, I saw a headline from the athletic on Tuesday morning. That was like Gino Smith for MVP. Why not? Why not? Gino? <laughs> and it was like, everyone has already forgotten about, they didn't score an offensive point against the Niners in week two. And they only <laughs> scored three collective points in the second half against the Broncos and Falcons. So eight quarters, half of their season leading into that Lions game, they didn't score an offensive touchdown and only amassed three points. So I, I, I agree. Geno Smith has outplayed our expectations. He was lights out against the Detroit Lions. But, but I think let's temper expectations a bit. I think this game in week five against the Saints will be a much better litmus test of, of maybe how you know we can expect this offense to play. But I think it was important. You saw him push the ball downfield more in week four than he did in weeks one through three. DK Metcalf, seven catches for 149 with the explosives there. That's what we're accustomed to seeing from DK Metcalf. That's playing to his strengths rather than, you know, the seven yard targets uh, in, in traffic contested, you know, six yards in a cloud of dust, so to speak with, yeah. with no yaks there. That well, was much more like and, what we're expecting from the Seahawks, but we'll see what it's like going and, forward. And certainly scary moment when DK Metcalf got carted off and then turns out he just had to go <laughs> well, to the bathroom. And, and screw the the, walk wouldn't have made it. And yeah, screw the guys who reported that he got carted off for those of us who didn't see the video. Like that's yeah. fucked up. Uh, Geno Smith, 80 to one in the MVP uh, race now, which is uh, top 20, which is pretty awesome for him. Also, <laughs> A little, a little bit of hot take, but th- them going down the field to DK shows that at a minimum, Pete Carroll and this offensive staff is listening to smart people, even if they're outside the building, which tells me could Russell Wilson have been part of the problem in Seattle? I, <laughs> well, the, I don't know. You, you compare Gino and Russell's adjustment. Russell's numbers. Gino is certainly <laughs> statistically outplaying <laughs> Russell Wilson, which I did not see that coming. Um, uh, Right now, the NFC West, all all four teams, two and two. Yeah. If you look at the division odds over on WinBet, uh, 49ers are the favorite at plus 110. Rams at plus 120. Arizona Cardinals all the way back to plus 675. Really? And your Seahawks, 20 to 1. <laughs> what is your do you do you have any thoughts on where there might be some value in this <laughs> NFC West? It's it's I don't know. Whenever it's close, I'm always gonna lean dog, but uh what's your take? No, there's no value on the Seahawks there. <laughs> to me, it's the Niners of the class of the division. I think as long as you can avoid the Jimmy Garoppolo backbreaking turnovers, which is not a guarantee on a week to week basis. And they're going to lose some painful games because of those. Uh, that's just who he is like bad. Jimmy's never going away. Well, yeah, um, I, saw, but, I saw a great, but you saw stat. how good that defense is on Monday night. I mean, they're yeah. the best in football. They're dominant. And I saw a great set. It was uh Jimmy G is 10 and one when not throwing an interception. So it's like, dude, just don't. <laughs> and even the stuff that he, he almost threw a couple like that, that great Debo catch was kind of close to being an interception. He missed a yeah. couple open guys, but overall I can see why 49ers fans you're like, our defense is so good. Yeah. If he was just a little bit more accurate, we would be awesome. But the guy just wins games. It's, it's really just a classic uh, 
He he doesn't pass the eye test all the time. He misses some throws, but he, at the end of the day, he wins games. Like I don't know if Trey Lance wins that game on a night. Well, honestly, like looking at the, hearing you say the odds, taking my Cardinals random uh, bias aside, we're gonna think it's silly in a couple of weeks that they were the same odds as the Rams, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not super this high on this team Rams team. Is sliding down a it, it, the scene in Bond when he's sliding down like the satellite. That's the Rams right now. They're just nothing's going to stop this collapse because it's a hundred percent Matt Stafford lose. Like I know he didn't directly lose them the game last week, but wow, it, it, that pick six, I mean, you know, and, and I think we kind of nailed it coming into the season. It felt like they brought together this super team to your point, <laughs> Ryan, almost like They're an action very, movie for one last job. They got it done. And then it's just like, it, it's so hard to repeat. So many things have to go right for this Rams team, and and Stafford doesn't look the same. D Hop's only a couple of weeks away, though. I'll throw that out there. For yeah, the, and the Cardinals are completely, and they're going back to their weird Cardinals ways, where <laughs> they've they've won. I think uh, how were they two and two? They've won ten of their last road games, and they've lost seven of their last home games, <laughs> home against the Eagles. Uh, and I will be at that game, so hopefully that streak. Continues. Well, yeah, I think it's like Cliff's like something crazy, like twelve in a row against non-playoff teams or something. <laughs> very, like that. very uh, weird team. What's uh? We're gonna get to some Thursday night props before we do that, Joe. What's your biggest surprise so far in the NFL? Whether it be a team, a player, um, just kind of the 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 league as a whole. Is there something that jumps out at Besides you? Besides like, Daniel Jones, obviously. <laughs> Besides Daniel Jones being <laughs> awesome, uh, is there anything jumping out at you where like I did not see this coming preseason? Yeah, I think I am a little surprised how bad the Rams have looked. I mean, they've played four games and they've gotten boat raced in two of them. Yeah, um, which is not what you expect to see from the defending champs who. Even in the offseason, you know, I don't think you looked at that roster and said, oh, they got markedly better. But even you lose Von Miller, that hurts, but didn't feel like they would get markedly worse either. And my goodness, I mean, Allen Robinson and you know, and Matthew Stafford both look completely washed. Yeah. Um, so that would that would be a surprise to me. Um, I was surprised to see the Raiders get off to a one and three start because I was an idiot and, and and bought into them early and they lost me money in weeks two and three. Um, charter I mean, sort of same deal. I mean, and, yeah, and, I believe in the Jaguars, but you're going to get your ass kicked at home by the Jags. <laughs> um, the, what the Justin Herbert's like bottom third of the league in terms of, uh, you know, average depth of target. I mean, everything is short and intermediate. They're not pushing the ball downfield at all. That's surprising to me. So I would say those are some of the teams that, that I would say, and then probably Dallas being able to weather the storm without Dak, I think has been a huge early season surprise. I thought their season was over when he got hurt. And so, yeah, I think those would, I would say is the, that the is mix of surprises for me. Act. Sorry, great, sorry, Joe, we don't allow anyone to compliment yeah, on the, pro, the pro Cowboys takes on the show. That's fair. It, it is. That's, it, fair. that's on me. Hand up. <laughs> I mean, uh, the, the, the Falcons, the Falcons would be oh. another oh. surprise. They've been don't get, incredibly don't get Ryan started about it, about his Falcons. This guy's not shut up about the Falcons and what? they're four and oh against the spread. Should I remind Joe? I have a Atlanta <laughs> to win the division plus 2800. He's the only person you have him personally reminded uh, yet about that AFC South bet. And Hey, look out. If the Texans take down the oh, Jags, they're only one. They're, they're right back in the mix. Uh, we got some long shot, long shot I, stuff. I, on do, the I haven't talked about this publicly, but I do have a giants, uh, giants, Falcons, Texans parlay oh. hundred dollars placed 72 grand. So oh my they all have to win the division. Stay tuned for week 17 when I'm sweating it out.
All right, we got. Uh, <laughs> let's talk a little uh, props. Thursday night game. Ooh. We got the uh, Texans and your, or sorry, not the Texans, Colts. I horses was, versus horses. Yeah, I know. It's a little thrown off there. We got the Colts. Battle at the, the ponies. <laughs> yeah, Colts <laughs> at the Broncos. Right now, WinBet has the Colts uh, catching three plus one hundred. Broncos mm. minus three minus one twenty. Uh, I'm I'm gonna be on the Broncos here. Spoiler alert. Just looking to fade this Texans team. But uh Kramer, Colts. we'll let you, you keep calling them the Texans. We like yes. the Texans. I like we don't the Texans. like the Colts. <laughs> Come uh, on, Sean. What do you got? What do you got for your first player prop? All right. So I, I looked high and low for a Matt Ryan fumble prop because it just it, the way he's fumbling. We we were watching the game on a side screen and it's just like he's all of a sudden apart. you see him. He looks like he's on an amusement park ride. His like the guy that's passed out on the roller coaster, his arms are flailing, and somehow the ball falls out. Couldn't find one anywhere. So what I'll do. I'll play the under on the passing yards, two thirty-four and a half. Funny enough, uh, there are some places dangling a rush or pass and uh, rush yard prop for Matt Ryan. But Matt Ryan to go under his passing yard prop, uh, he's gone under this prop in two out of four games, and the games he's gone over, it's taken these magical needed comebacks against the Houston Texans and the Tennessee Titans, two teams who don't have the best passing defense. Now you look at the Denver Broncos. What are they good at? Stopping the pass. I think Matt Ryan's going to have a long game. The altitude's going to get to him. His old muscles are going to be cramping up. He's going to get tossed around like a rag doll. And I just don't see a world where 234, he doesn't go over 234 and a half. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to take, I'm also uh, down to fade Matt Ryan. I'm going to go Matt Ryan over a half interceptions. This guy's just, (laughs) he's finding the other team. And whether it's tip balls, misreads, they don't have Jonathan Taylor uh, for this game. I think that's gonna anything they could get going with the play action, uh, even getting him involved in the passing game. That's no longer going to be there. I, I think they're going to be pretty predictable on offense, and I think you got Patrick Sertan and guys like that uh, that could could jump some routes and get some picks. I think he's just going to see a ton of pressure, and he's and, throwing a pick in three out of four games. Yeah, so this feels pretty good, and you're you um you know the price is close to even money, like minus like one ten, minus one twenty. So. Matt Ryan to throw an interception felt pretty good. What about you, Joe? What do you got? Yeah, I love both of those. Matt Ryan, I, I didn't think he would be an MVP candidate, but I thought pretty <laughs> confidently he'd be at least a semi upgrade over Carson Wentz. And my goodness, he has been terrible again. <laughs> yeah. For the conversation we just had about Matthew Stafford, the same could be said about Matt Ryan. He just looks beyond cooked. Uh, statue in the pocket and the turnover machine. What eight fumbles so far and five interceptions? <laughs> Brutal. So yeah, any turnover prop you can find on Matt Ryan, I would take the over. Um, basically, a correlation with what Ryan said: the under passing yards. I also like uh, the under on whatever number you're finding for Michael Pittman um, getting the Patrick Sertan treatment on Thursday night. I think um, leads me to believe that he will be under there. But then I think you can also go over with Alec Pierce. He's got an extra usage mm. each and every week. Is their clear number two guy, and you can find that number probably in the mid thirties, depending on, on where you're looking. And I think um, he's a big play guy, tons of speed. All it takes is probably two catches for him to get there. Cause he probably has one explosive in there. Um, I would, I would lean Alec Pierce on the over and Michael Pittman on the under. Oh yeah. I like that so little correlation. Do you go receptions or receiving yards for Pittman on the under? I would go receiving yards yeah. because the volume might be yeah. there in short spurts. Like what? It's probably four and a half, five. Some check down uh, stuff for yeah. receptions. I think it might even be five and a half. It's five uh, and a half. But he, he could can get, get that over five and a half and even money. But he could go easily six catches for thirty-five yards. Yeah, and that's he, he super the, doable yeah. for Michael Pittman. 
where with Alec Pierce, I'd go over the yards and 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 ditch the reception total. I mean, for reference, like he's running, he's on the field fifteen more snaps than Paris Campbell, number two. So running more routes, it, it's just hard to fade Pittman in the volume stuff. But yeah, yeah. I think the yards make sense. Uh, Pierce uh, up to uh, seventeen routes run last week, so uh, stay tuned for that. Mm. Uh, what do you got? What do you got, Ryan? What do I got? Well, Russell Wilson, it, I kind of have a, a feeling this could be a let Russ cook game. Indy's been horrible against the pass. Specifically, they've been horrible against number ones. And so I'm going to take, and I'll, I'll just throw these both out at the same time, but Russell Wilson to go over the passing touchdowns. It's plus 155 for him to go over one and a half passing touchdowns. I do think we have a little bit of an explosion. It's kind of been quiet, it quietly happened, but week one, he did go for 340. So I think a big game is, is in the range of outcomes. And specifically in this matchup, I like what they could do. Cortland Sutton to go over the 63 and a half receiving yards, Russ to go over the one and a half passing touchdowns again, plus plus one fifty five on the passing touchdowns. One seems silly. Yeah, so, uh, a little correlated there, but it does seem like a matchup where they could really, you know, Javante Williams goes down. Maybe they re they reshuffle some stuff and they, they see what it can look like for them to be a pass first attack. Judy Sutton healthy, so let's let's play that and and stay tuned for the build a bet because I kind of similar uh, similar oh, game theory here uh, and the price is massive so massive payout coming. Uh, I'm going. I'm with you. I, I think Russell Wilson has a great matchup and your point. Uh, I'm going passing yards. And we love Russ too. Yeah. And I, I think again, Let's ride, baby. Yeah, Joe's yeah. coming on the show. Joe, Seattle guy. Danger, you know, he secretly danger. loves Russ. Uh, you you got to like, secretly. you got to like Russ. I mean, is he a weirdo? Yeah, sure. But um, yeah, you know, ever since he mildly. had that press conference, when he lost to the Falcons and he said, we will be back yeah, yeah. and they won the super bowl, cashing our 15 to one ticket, Sean, the, the video of him talking about his sandwich. Is that odd? Sure. Yes. But does he have a bounce back game against this Colts team? Yes. Russell Wilson over two twenty uh five and a half passing yards. That is like comically low. It's lower than Matt Ryan. Yeah, it's lower than Matt Ryan. And to your point, Ryan, he had three hundred forty against Seattle. He had two thirty seven last week against the Raiders, a game which the offense didn't look particularly great. Um, you know, his numbers ended up looking pretty good, but he got two thirty seven against them. Now, no Javante Williams. I think it's gonna force them to throw a little yeah. bit more. And I think they're favorable matchups. Like like you said, uh um Indy is what, twenty seventh in past DVOA. Oh, so Russell Wilson over two twenty five and a half passing yards. That feels pretty good. What about you, Joe? What uh, what else you got for some props? Yeah, so I'm not. I'm look. I've looked around. I haven't seen anything yet in terms of rushing props, but I already lean. I haven't even seen the number. I'm guessing it'll be around 40, 45. I, I want to lean Melvin Gordon under rushing yards. I think you look at Indianapolis. Uh, they rank second defensively in net yards allowed per attempt, per rush attempt. Um, for me, Melvin Gordon's already got four fumbles. I think they're going to give Mike Boone a shot. They just signed yeah. Latavius Murray off of the Saints practice squad. To me, it's not going to be the Melvin Gordon show uh, unless he gets out uh, to a super hot start, which I just don't anticipate. Um, Denver hasn't run the ball all that well. Um, you know, when they've gone to Gordon, uh, it's been to me, Javante Williams is the better guy. So I, I also lean Denver's passing game as the more prominent uh, producer here for Denver's offense. And that means an under for Melvin Gordon's rushing prop, whatever it ends up being, if it's North of 45. Yeah. And, and to your point, I think uh, the casual people will be betting this up. Cause it's like, Oh no, Javante Williams, they got to give it to Melvin Gordon. But to your point, they were already involving Boone a decent amount Love pre 
before Javante Williams. I think if you're looking for First an touchdown over, loading, yeah, you know, over or some of those other props, Boone could be a, a pretty interesting play. And I like the I like the fate of uh, Melvin Gordon there. My last prop. Oh, and real quick, no, yes. Latavius Murray straight up. Like if the Saints had won that game, they won because of Latavius Murray. So nice signing by the Broncos here. I mean, honestly, like he could yeah, get involved. I, like I'm, he, I'm surprised. Why did the Saints let him go? They put him back on the practice squad. And he got signed to it. I mean, yeah, yeah, that was crazy. He played really well in that. He's London an game. opportunity guy. Uh, for me, and I've I think these. Uh, anytime you've been playing these over. Uh, one and a half field goals in primetime games. I, I want to do a deep dive on it, but I feel like both kickers have been cashing these pretty, pretty well. Cause we've been on a crazy under streak, not Robbie in, gold in primetime games, Robbie gold POS. Uh, missed his, uh, but Went over the extra points. Like I, I suggested, but yeah, uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm taking Brandon McManus uh, to over one and a half field goals. Again, he's got crazy range at elevation. Um, I know they've had some issues of like whether or not to kick the field goal and, and any sort of like positive uh, Broncos or Nathaniel Hackett related props are a little bit scary, but I wouldn't be surprised if again, a couple of these drives stall out. So give me Brandon McManus over one and a half field goals at, at home in Denver. feels like a good spot for him. Kramer. Uh, I've given out three, but I did actually find a fourth one while we were talking because it kind of relates to the Matt Ryan fumble stuff. You can actually bet for the game over two and a half turnovers. Mm, okay, that's where the over under is. So, if Matt Ryan's good for a pick and a fumble, can the Broncos turn the ball over one time? Probably. Melvin Gordon's been fumble fumble ruski. Uh, so what, what we should probably suggest an over here, Matt, Matt Ryan's playing in the game. You take yeah. the turnover over that. So that I'll throw, I'll let, I'll leave that one dangling. All right. So if you're into that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. No, any, any sort of uh, prop bets you can find on Matt Ryan blowing this game or turning the ball <laughs> over 100% in on. And uh, now time for everyone's favorite time to build their own bets. Sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet. Get your same game parlay going, uh, Joe. Since you're the guest, I will give you the honor. What do you got for a win? Build your own bet for Thursday night football. Yeah, real quick, one last prop for me. I guess two oh, last yeah, yeah. props. Uh, if it. you're looking at longest completion, Matt Ryan's is set longer than Russell Wilson's, really? which is confusing to me. Thirty-six and a half yards. Give me the under on that, and I'll take the over on Russell Wilson's at thirty-five and a half. God. Deep balls are the name of his game, so I like the uh, the under on Matt Ryan's thirty-six and a half over thirty-five and a half I yards for Russell Wilson's longest completion. I'm playing it safe here in the build your best bet. It's all players I've already talked about or have been discussed um, in fading. Uh, Michael Pittman. I like Mo Ali Cox, who just had a big game mm. uh, in week four. Only 15 yards. I'm asking for just 15 yards from yeah, him and 40 plus yards from Alec Pierce, and then 50 from Cortland Sutton and 35 from Jerry Judy. Very modest, very safe. Still five to one, uh, which is decently juicy. Uh, that's my build your own bet uh, with four receivers, and I think a, a pass happy game with with two good run defenses. Yeah. Can, can I, can I go next? Sure. Right. My, mine's exciting. <laughs> I, I like that one. Uh, and sometimes I do, I build these ones where I'm like, yeah, that's still five to one. I yeah. mean, uh, that's, that's still like a what? 13 point dog. Yes. We, we should still feel good about that, but not big enough. 
All right. So I said, Hey, it kind of feels like Russ could go off here. So I took a look at the Seattle game just to get a reference point for what we could be dealing with. He threw for 340 yards in that game. So I said, you know what? Let's go to the top of the board. Russ to go more than 305 passing yards. We're going to go to the top of the board, 300, 300 passing yards, 305 or more. Okay. 90 or more receiving yards from Cortland Sutton. Sutton is this guy. Okay. 70 again, 32nd in DVOA against number one receivers, the Colts are. And then we're going to go 75 or more yards for Judy, who seems to be catching a, a deep target. Like if he, if anyone's going to catch that over 35 and a half for Russ, I think, I feel like it's going to be Judy. Those three outcomes combined with the Broncos minus 13 and a half because they're winning in a blowout in this version of the game, 70 to 1. Wow. Oh my God. I almost <laughs> added Colts under 20 and a half points because they haven't gone north of that number all season. Yeah. Felt a little risky with the blowout <laughs> prediction. So I stuck to the 70 to 1. It was juicy enough. I, I, that, it feels realistic, right? No, and 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 now I feel like uh, <laughs> like a like a I feel like my my win bet is uh, so tiny compared to yours, Ryan. But similar logic, playing a you didn't use power tools this week. uh, uh, Playing a Denver Broncos blowout, I'm taking Denver minus thirteen and a half. I'm taking Denver to win both halves of the game. Okay, and I'm taking Denver uh, Russell Wilson over two hundred eighty yards. That's twenty to one. Wow. Okay. Let's go. That That feels feels very. Very doable. Obviously, it's my favorite part of the build your own bet segment is us telling each other how we feel <laughs> like these are really good value bets. Like after after I'm done creating this, I go, I can't imagine a world where this doesn't hit. <laughs> it's like twenty to one, forty to one. Uh, but Joe's what's Joe's, funny is like you mentioned the Colts not getting what the twenty and a half. I mean the the Broncos hadn't scored twenty points until last week against the Raiders. Fair when they scored the garbage time touchdown, and they scored it's it in amazing. a loss. Yeah, this but is, you're right. All those are those are locks. All of those, <laughs> seventy-five to one. You've never made easier money. And and uh, we haven't even talked. Uh, Shaq Leonard is out. Mm, yeah. And and uh, I mentioned earlier, but Jonathan Taylor out, out as well for the Colts. So again, fading the Colts team total. That also feels uh, feels really good. Hey, Joe. Appreciate you calling in. Uh, make sure you check out all of Joe's great win bet content over at. Joe underscore fan F A N N with two N's over on Twitter. Uh, anything else you want to toss out, Joe? No, just great to chat with you guys. You guys always do great work, and it's fun to chop it up again and talk uh, talk ball. Hell yeah! Appreciate Are, you calling in. Yeah, no, I was gonna talk a little shit about U uh, Dub, but U C L A U C L. We know. were we were on the Bruins there. Are you just, are you big? Just hitting uh, you at the Seattle. Are you stuff. a big uh, Washington uh, Washington State guy, or or are you University of Washington? No, I'm the Huskies. Huskies and then Gonzaga basketball are my collegiate allegiance. Oh, okay, nice. Uh, go Cougs. <laughs> yeah, we're sorry, we're Washington State guys from when Mike Leach invited us up yeah. there. Co- coach. <laughs> Wave once the a, flag, baby. Wave <laughs> the flag. <laughs> once a Coug, always a Coug. Penix, Penix looks good though. We'll we'll see how the rest of the season treats him. All right, Joe. Appreciate calling in and uh best of luck with the uh win. Build your own bet. Let it ride. See you, fellas. Cheers. Thanks again to Joe Fan. Taking a quick break to talk about the Elias. Game plan app. If you haven't downloaded already, I don't know what you're waiting for. Tons of great nuggets for betting and for fantasy for the National Football League. Uh, they also, it, once I signed up, I got this Elias daily briefing. Some great nuggets here, including the Colts. They have been slow starters in 2022. Uh, yeah, they've been outscored in the first half of each game this season, entering the half with an average deficit of 10 and a half points. In their two road games, they have been outscored in the first half by an average of 12 points. Again, so I like the Colts 
to lose both halves. And again, I got that information from the Elias game plan app. You need to download the Elias game plan app and use our promo code SGPN 25, get 25% off your first month. Uh, when you choose the monthly subscription, that's the Elias game plan app promo code SGPN 25, get 25% off your monthly subscription. We're also brought to you by promoguide.us. It is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. They got daily updates on odd boosts and huge cash bonuses from all the major sports books. And they got a VIP Discord group that puts even deeper plus EV analytics right at your fingertips. I got to say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates, and they are some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply tell you what team is probable to win but where you'll get the best odds and how to track down and cash in big on constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks. You're missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of all is that promo guys run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to promoguide.us and check out their hundred percent tracked, transparent and proven method for betting smarter. So make sure you check out promoguide.us. Last but not least, no house advantage. Again, no house advantage is so much fun. If you like DFS, and obviously you do, that's why you're listening to this podcast. It's DFS, but instead of player stats, it's player props. So you're just building a DFS lineup with over and unders. Uh, and it's great that you can work in unders as well. Cause some weeks I'm like, I really want to fade this guy. You can't really fade a guy in a uh, normal DFS. You can in no house advantage. You have a shot at winning $250,000 in cash. I mean, come on. Yes, sir. What more do you want? Plus they have a ton of sports besides NFL, MMA, NASCAR, NBA, PGA. They got it all. And if you go to nohouseadvantage.com, use the promo code SGPN. You get a first deposit match up to $25. That's nohouseadvantage.com, promo code SGPN. Joining us on the line, you know him from Dynasty Dorks and the SGPN Fantasy uh, team, Mr. Dave Hillman. What's happening, man? I'm doing great, man. It's uh, I cannot believe it's week five. This season is absolutely oh. flying, <laughs> and uh, our Giants are just winning. They're going to win it all, man. They're just they're so good. Colby was shedding a tear, realizing it was week six in college football. You got to chuckle with you saying that. It it is that point. It is, of the season, it is Ryan's right? line. He's always like, "Can you believe it's already week five? Man, the time's flying by." <laughs> I'm such an old guy. <laughs> what uh, what's the biggest um, biggest thing you're right on coming into the season, fantasy football? That so far you're like, "Yep, nailed it." What what's your big tout so far? Well, uh, my my bold prediction was uh, Saquon Barkley's comeback player of the year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Smart. So, um, Smart yeah, I'll, play. I'll take that one. It's looking pretty good right now. Uh, what about uh, what about what what's what would you say? I tried to ask Sean earlier <laughs> in the office who the number one pick in fantasy football is next year, and he refused to answer because he knows it's Saquon Barkley. Well, you know, we'll see. <laughs> Long season for Saquon. Um, what what's the biggest miss for you that you felt like, man? How am I so wrong about besides this guy? Kyle Pitts? I assume that you were wrong about Kyle Pitts, like everyone. Yeah, else. I mean, in my ranking, I was wrong, Kyle Pitts, but he was so high that I have zero. I will have one share in a dynasty league, but I, I oh, don't congrats. have hardly any Kyle Pitts. Um, uh, the Eckler and CMC teams. Um, so ironically, I traded Eckler in both teams before last week. Um, so you know he's an oh, older no. running back. I was like, just give me a first and Khalil Herbert, and we'll be done. And then he goes goes oh, bananas. No. He goes I nuclear. Didn't did in two leagues. Oh no! I, I like the commitment to the <laughs> the angle. Oh, 
I mean, I was actually, I mean, not that you asked me how I'm doing, Sean, but I was looking at all my high stakes stuff and everything mm. that doesn't have Kyle Pitts on it is fucking awesome. <laughs> That's how my season Kyle going. Pitts really is just the ultimate, uh, yeah. ultimate anchor real quick. Fuck you. If you were pro Kyle Pitts this off season and you, 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 you got your virus into my brain. Like, yeah, it makes sense. I was the guy in the draft process that said, "Screw you, gold jacket talent. This guy's not going to be." I know special. Ryan. Ryan was I- was very anti Kyle Pitts, and then came around on him uh, this past year. I think we drafted him in our high stakes uh, ETH league, but not even like over drafted him. I think we well, we had him no, in like we the didn't. fifth round. It's right? just annoying that we drafted him now. Yeah, anyway. yeah. I'll, I'll take two other another victory lap. Uh, Chris Olave. Nice. So yeah. I, I was you know reading the the reception perception from Matt Harmon and was like I got to get this guy, and I I traded Justin Fields in a super flex league, and a lot of these guys are just like, I oh, mean I can't believe that guy just got Justin Fields for nothing, and I was like I got Justin Fields for the sixth pick last year. I just swapped him for Olave. I wanted more Olave, and I think Fields stinks. That see. it is what it is. So <laughs> I might remind them of that this week yeah. and just throw some screenshots. So like, certainly, certainly, Justin Fields isn't helping you. Uh, oh, if you're in the fantasy community and you're anti-Justin Fields, you are the minority. You have to be <laughs> careful that you're not going to get burned somewhere because. Uh, well, we're not. I was we're not here. Hot take over here with me. I, it's funny because the fans are picking up on it, but I tiptoe around the fact that he's just a slow processor, so I don't offend anybody. I don't want to offend anyone. He's just like you, Sean. He's Justin Fields sympathy. No, I thought I thought he was gonna. I he he showed flashes <laughs> slow uh, last year, and then this year he's looked bad. I mean, also they're like they're going out of their way not to let him throw the ball. So I, I don't scared. know. They're scared. I don't of know what, what else. Happen. I don't, you know, you got to give him some opportunity to grow in an offense. So they're really not doing him any He's favors. Soccer mom. No, there was I, a, this I'm email saying, just I got said sent. He sucks. He's not playing well. <laughs> what else? I'm saying he's he's playing uh, shitty, but they're not even letting him get. They're not I even love, giving him a chance to really. Apology try. accepted. I started this. So. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Dave. Uh, last but not, why should people, oh. if they're not into dynasty already in fantasy, why should they hop in? Like sell people on a dynasty league. Yeah, like if you've played Madden before and then you were like, oh, franchise mode is awesome. Like that's that's what it is. Um, so like if your team's zero and four, zero and five, and you just zero and four right now, you saw Javante Williams. You're pretty much like just your redraft's done. And so for dynasty, it's like, okay, cool. Like the rebuild begins. And so you can have a whole lot of fun doing that. So when you're winning, you're winning. And when you're losing, you can be winning as well. Uh, yeah. You know I like what? that. You're, if you're losing the season's not completely over. Cause you're looking ahead towards next season, making some moves keeps you interested. I get to be in the asshole. That's tilting the balance of the league. Let me, let me call the number one and number two teams. Who wants, who's willing to offer this bigger prize? Just completely blow your team up and then leave well, after the end. We are in a dynasty league. Full disclosure. Oh yeah, I forgot about and that. I, off, said, I was going to say I'm not in any dynasty. And all off season, I've been so proud to be collecting. I already have an extra first rounder next year. I yeah. got an extra second rounder next year. Still have Carson Wentz. How's our team doing overall? Ryan? It's horrible. It's we might have, we have won one. We have. I think we have one win. It's okay. It's the only reason I log into sleep, right? It's, we're we're old guys over here. Um. All right. Oh no, we're zero four. I'm. Sorry. Oh, we are. All right. We need to give this team to someone else. Yes. If you want to take over our uh, league and our SGPN dynasty, hit us up at Gambling Podcast. Uh. All right. We're gonna. Yeah. We'll recap what happened last week in the Millie Maker and then give out our lineups. 
of course it it seems like the the winner had Geno Smith, Austin Eckler, Jamal Williams, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Josh Reynolds, TJ Hawkinson, Josh Jacobs, Eagles defense. So essentially he just had every like an onslaught of everyone in the Seattle Detroit game and then Eckler and uh, didn't he Josh do Jacobs. everything wrong? Uh, well, three running backs. Three running backs is not <laughs> plus CV, Ryan. And then uh yeah, I guess he just went all you know, you can play a onslaught lineup. I never do it, but I guess if you were gonna do it, this would be the week to do it because of the weather and the because of the fact that but you're only defense is so horrible. You're only doing it if you have hundred and fifty lineups, right? You're not playing that as your only lineup, are you? I I don't know. Like I I could say the the case for it would be again there was shitty weather everywhere yeah. and this game was in a dome with Detroit's defense which is just obviously pretty just shitty. Fair. Um, and he didn't even have Rashad Penny. How did he win this by going all in on Seattle and Detroit without having Rashad Penny? Uh, what are your thoughts, Dave, on this? Do you do you ever do these onslaught lineup builds? Yeah, I mean, you want to look for the implied totals because that's going to tell you where the fantasy production is going to be. Um, you know, if you got the the Giants and the Bears, there's not a whole lot of fantasy production, and pretty much, you know, one or two guys soaks it all up. But um, I, I definitely would have been all over, you know, Baltimore and uh, Buffalo, and he was more contrarian and went with that. And it's you know, two bad offense, two bad defenses, um, yeah. but. The offenses were underrated. Now they're kind of on the map, so you'll probably see a lot more exposure to those teams this week. Yeah, and I honestly like I I think just in general I was I've been th- I was thinking about this as I was building my lineup, Sean. I'm always trying to be thoughtful. I wonder if this is going to create an uptick of people playing crazy fucking lineups this week because that you're not winning. That, how often have we discussed a winning lineup that looked like that? No, it, One it feels it feels pretty outliery because you're having like double cuz all the things hit. Like the Hawkinson hit and Reynolds hit and yeah. Williams hit and Penny hit and Metcalf hit. It, it just well you no a, one weird hit, you know you, like You know you need to have first off you need to pick the right game obviously, but then you need to have that game be this was the highest scoring game of the season. So you need to have yeah. that happen, and then also not have a lot of the other games be high scoring as well. So it's like you're you're just make you're increasing the level of difficulty. I'm not a big fan of those. Wait, was the winning levels. lineup Goff or Gino? Gino. I, I here's the crazy fucking part. I did have a Gino lineup. Yeah. Not not 250 <laughs> points. No, you were only what seven uh, seven spots off from uh, winning a million dollars, right? Uh, I, I was a uh, seven v seven <laughs> away from a million. This what was week. your? What was your? I I don't know how he didn't have Rashad Penny, and that's crazy. Because I had that my uh, best lineup was the the one I gave out in the show. Uh, I had to uh, uh, update it on the pregame show because I get I had golf and then Penny in the bring back Hawkinson, and then I had um I think I went Khalif Raymond. You, you picked the wrong. I went Khalif yeah. Raymond so I could get in Stephon Diggs, which obviously should have just stuck with Reynolds and punted uh, somewhere else. All right, let's get to it. Let's start talking week five DFS. Kramer, I will give you the honors. Who is your quarterback this week? It's a weird week for quarterbacks. I know you laugh when I say this, but it. it well, all right, so once again, I think you can pay up for Jalen Hurts or Josh Allen. You can be like, I will certainly. I will, be I will tweet out my Jalen Hurts lineup <laughs> because obviously I'm going to that game. I'm gonna be playing a Jalen Hurts lineup. I won't subject the listeners uh, to listening to an entire show about it. He got but, outscored by Danny Dimes last. But week. the lineup is oh come on, right? 
Uh, it's Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, wow. Zach Ertz bring back. Right, I'll get yeah. to the rest of the lineup later. I'll tweet it out. But right. just so you know, I do have a Hurts lineup. Uh, so I actually uh, I was kind of fiddling around trying to find a different way to play this week, and I landed on Tom Brady. I don't know how uh, how massively he'll be owned because of his price tag. It's little concerning. He's only six k, but with Godwin back. I think we can, you know, we, especially with break getting hurt. I don't know what the situation is there, but we could see those targets narrow up to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Maybe helps the build. So Julio's getting involved too. Uh, Julio got. You wouldn't be. You'd be surprised. He got nicked up again. But yeah, two catches <laughs> on seven targets. I, I, I. He's also, I guess, an option. But considering the price tag, considering the game against Atlanta at home, yeah. Considering how I think Atlanta is going to have to play to try to be successful against Tampa, they might have to throw the ball. And Tom Brady dealing with some off the field news that is not positive, which means Tom Brady on the field will be fully erect and fucking the Atlanta Falcons hard. Last time he lost three games in a row, you have to go back to 2002. That's insane. Here's the troubling part. The Atlanta Falcons, who I have to win the division, are tied right now. This is for everything. Yeah, six K Tom Brady. All right. In the quarterback spot. Uh what about you, Dave? What do you got for quarterback? Yeah, I mean, you we're not at tight end yet, but you're not gonna spend a whole lot of money at tight end, so you can pay up a little bit at quarterback. Um, so I, I like both those options, but I I, f- I felt like Herbert is someone that people are gonna be mm. le- lesser owned and only at seven K. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Herbert on this one. Yeah, I that was my second choice this week. I made a Herb, Herbert my my Herbert lineup was actually my highest scoring lineup last week. And again, I think I think Dave's on to something with I think he might get missed. I think people will either play down, you know, down a little further and get cute or they'll just go right to the top of the board this week. Uh I like uh, I like Justin. I I think the Browns too. I think it kind of creates some interesting bringbacks for you. Yeah, it's a 7100, my bad. Yeah. Yeah, no, Herbert again seems like he's a little bit healthier. Uh, got some, got some, you know, passing game stuff going to Eckler going as road, well. Road Chargers too. Road Chargers, that is where they thrive, of course. Uh, for me, coming off a horrible game, but against one of the best defenses in the league in shitty weather, you expect a bounce back spot at home. Trevor Lawrence, Goldilocks. Trevor Lawrence, fifty six hundred dollars against this Houston Texans defense, who. You know, kind of not the defense, not as good as I had, had thought or had thought, had hoped. They seem to be wow. falling apart a little bit, and I think this is a nice bounce back spot for Trevor Lawrence. Like he had some guys open, just couldn't put it together. I don't think Houston's going to be able to put the pressure on him that uh, that the Eagles were, and, and it seems like he's been playing better at home. So Trevor Lawrence, and he's only fifty six hundred, uh, gives you a lot of opportunities to do a bunch of other stuff down the line. So give me Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I like the spot as well. Jacksonville, Houston's a fun game to get involved with stacking this week. Yeah. What Run- do you What do you got, Ryan? Who's your first running back? Uh, we'll 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 roll out a uh, Justin Fuente era hokey. He transferred in, so he wasn't a, a true and true hokey. But Khalil Herbert, yes, he's coming off a slightly inefficient game. Nineteen carries, seventy-seven yards, still four point one yards a carry, only one target. Didn't score though. Obviously facing the vaunted Giants defense, divisional game in the spaceship. Ah, he's the best thing they got going, Sean. And as much as I hate the Bears, I like the Bears' opportunity 
uh, to get some business done uh, in this matchup, specifically this Vikings defense, Sean adjusted line yards. You know what that means? How far are they pushing the other <laughs> team down the field? Bottom seven in the national football league. So minute, minute. I, I think the bears, it, it's yeah, I mean, actually a look, positive matchup for them. Look, this look week. at Latavius Murray. He, he went off downhill. Yeah, and they're coming from uh, from the game in England. I think that's going to be a pain in the ass. Yeah, they opt, with, opted out of the bye, uh, which I feel like we'll is have to always... check in with CJ on the uh, dad logic there. <laughs> if that's no rest after the the road trip out to London, I'm all, uh, yeah, I'm also on Khalil Herbert, 5900. Oh, wow. um, feels like a lock here. A oh, uh, good spot for him. What about you, Dave? What do you got? Who's your first running back? Yeah, uh, looking at looking at a lot of the lineups from the last few winners, a lot of them went like anchor RB. So I want to pay up a little bit for one person. And again, I'm trying to get someone that's potentially at lower than 20% ownership. Dalvin cook is coming off a couple down weeks. He gets the bears 24th ranked opponent giants. Daniel Jones ran all over him. They were leaky all over the outsides. Um, the Dalvin cook right here. Um, 7,300. Uh, this, I, uh, in one of my lineups where I played a cheap, cheap quarterback, I, I think I might stack this running back game like I did Detroit mm. and Seattle last week. I, th- I think there's opportunity there, just because of the massive volume. Well, now, what about uh, Davin Cook dealing with? He's uh, you know again Dog. constantly plagued by injuries. Where are you at with his health? Are you worried about his uh, injury status at all? Yeah, I mean you're you're definitely you're gonna have that worry. It was not a complete dislocation like originally reported. It was a slight dislocation, so I, I think he'll be okay. I know Alex, Alexander Madison is there. I, I hope between now and and Sunday he gets traded to the Broncos. But uh, oh, that would be um, sweet. It'd oh. be awesome. But yeah, I just I felt like this was someone that people again are going to try to avoid, and that's kind of what I was trying to do with some of my picks. Yeah, you know, it's it's finding that balance of like getting contrarian without getting too cute, and completely missing on guys that are just you know straight up dog. Uh, and, da- and are going to produce for you. Dalvin Cook, even with the uh, strap on his shoulder, forty-four snaps to twenty-eight for Madison. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I I wouldn't be overly worried. It's it's Dalvin Cook at home, right? We haven't seen him show out yet. Yeah. Uh, next so, RB two for me. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, Jeff Wilson. Hmm. They're playing Carolina on the road. Uh, negative. You know the the positive game script feels likely. Matt Rule still coaching, so maybe this is going to be the game he gets walked out of town uh, by Baker the sheriff. Look, he had eight, eighteen carries for seventy four yards. Another story like Herbert's, where he got a lot of work. He didn't necessarily do a ton with it, right? If not for that one long touchdown run, he really didn't do much at all. So I like him to have a bounce back spot here against a team that. You know, we've seen them be a little leaky uh, to teams on the ground, and specifically, th- we they lost the locker room. If if he's lost the locker room and they still haven't fired him, Sean, what what happens after you lose to Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray? Yeah, no, I mean so, it's all it's all down quick game, Jeff. Uh, you know, I I really was uh, was excited. Jeff Wilson actually started because I I started my lineup by putting the Niners defense in. I've since backed off of it. I think they might actually be popular, even though they're expensive. Because, boy, I mean, the way they turned over Matt Stafford last week, oh, the and, that, and they're scoring, yeah. So anyway, that's how it got me to Jeff Wilson. I stuck with Jeff Wilson, even though I lost the defense, fifty five hundred. Yeah, I, I I certainly don't mind that play, uh, Dave. What do you what do you got? Who's your second running back? Yeah, I, I was gonna go with Jeff Wilson. I went with Brees Hall. Mm. Um, Brees Hall has been getting a lot more work. You're seeing his his snap percentage going up. 
51 last week was the highest at 66%. And he had 17 rushing attempts, which doubles what he had the week before they've they, he's a, he's a bell cow. And so in all your fantasy lineups, you need to go pick him up. He's a buy now, Um, but he scored a touchdown last week. And then he has the upside. If they do involve him in the passing game, Michael Carter got nicked up on a play. Um, If he gets involved in the pass, he had six targets last week. If he connects in some of those, he's got a boom week. Yeah, I like it. Um, and again, he's he's kind of interesting because it's like him and Michael Carter. But to your point, he no, seems, the the graph is working in his favor. No, it's it seems to be trending in the uh, Brees Hall direction. And, and I scoffed at his uh, sixteen uh, yard receiving prop last <laughs> week, and I we lost. It, it only got twelve, but six targets. Come on, man. Yeah, what are you doing? Bring that home. Uh, all right, now I, I was going back and forth between Raheem Mostert and Rashad White. I landed oh. on. Uh, Rashad White, and maybe really? I'm getting a little cute, but he seems to be involved more in the passing game now. Maybe that was just a fluke uh, because of the the game script and because they got behind. But it seems like they're going out of their way to get him involved. Five catches on five targets for 50 yards. He's the kind of guy that could really you win you a bunch they, of money. You remember what they called him in the offseason, in the preseason, during training camp? He was referred to as the new James White. Yeah. And and again, if, if he turns into Tom Brady's uh, little handy checkdown engine, look out. Uh, and and you know, maybe he needs some stability. He's going through a rocky time in his life. Mm-hmm. What's better than a uh, checkdown running back to help you through some tough times? Dave, what do you think about Rashad White this oh. this week? Yeah, he's someone. He's one play away from a massive opportunity. Um, they're using you know Leonard Fournette quite a bit. And so the high, high percentage of snaps is a high likelihood of injury. Um, so it could happen in any play. And then Rashad white goes in there and he's the top dog on a very, very nice offense. And uh, he's compared to David Johnson a lot coming out of the draft class and Bruce Arians, you know, had something to do with him getting picked up. I mean, this guy, a thousand yards rushing had over 800 yards receiving. He's he's, yeah, a beast. he's, he's, he's legitimately a, a part of the passing game, or at least was last week. I, you He's know, a big Raz score guy. Mostert, Mostert, maybe the safer play because he definitely will have a role. But I think Rashad White in a GPP. I think you got real cute there. I, I, you think this is too? What would you do, Dave? Am I? Should I go back to Mostert? I I just with, with Teddy Bridgewater, they might run a little bit, but that's going to be a, a less efficient offense. Yeah, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Rashad White in here and just go for the boom. Boom! You hear that, Ryan? Boom goes the dynamite. Same with my lineup. I guess I was about to make a comment about how maybe it could be a contrarian way to play the Dolphins this week until I realized I'm probably the only one who already has locked in a Teddy Bridgewater lineup. <laughs> yeah, that's the contrarian <laughs> way to play, Reg. I before the show I go, Sean, I'm not gonna use the Teddy Bridgewater lineup on air. <laughs> that's too hot for TV. <laughs> All right. Uh stack number one. Yeah. Sixty nine hundred. Fits just nice. Mike Evans. Uh, I mean, we saw it last last well, he just catches fucking oh. touchdowns. Ten targets. No big deal. Again, consolidation of targets here. His his anytime touchdown. You should just be betting every week. I think he's had like thirty two games and have have uh, a passing touchdown in thirty of them or something crazy like that. He's clearly and he's just like that game last night or uh, Sunday night really highlighted how big and physical he is. Yeah, he just he's just a large man, and we should never ever ever forget. This dude got Johnny football drafted. Like that's how good he was at Texas A&M. He got Johnny football 6,900 uh, stacked up with Tom Brady. Dave, who's your first receiver? 
Uh, I did the stack. Yeah, Mike Williams, uh, 7,100, the same as his quarterback. Uh, I'm talking about big, big physical guys. Uh, another one. I'm um, just looked dominant the last time we saw him play. Yeah. He, I mean, it, he's so fun to watch when he's healthy. And no Keenan Allen. I think it sounds like Keenan Allen might not be out. Might be it sounded out. like he, reag- he yeah. reaggravated that hamstring on Friday last week. It just does not sound good for him playing. That's so rare for this Chargers franchise to have random injury setbacks or just unfortunate <laughs> luck plaguing them through that. Who could have seen this coming if not for the fact that it happens every fucking year where the Chargers look so good, so much talent, and then oh no, wait, these. Uh, What's going on? It's hot. it's hot over there on in- injury prognostication <laughs> island, Sean. I've been pretty hot. I said uh I said Christian McCaffrey wouldn't get hurt this season. He was out for two days, can't didn't stop him, played a decent game. <laughs> so positive. Thank you. Uh my stack, I you gotta go Christian Kirk again. He's not facing um, you know, one of the best cornerback trios in the league. He's at home against the Texans, sixty six hundred. Christian Kirk seems his guy. I I don't know what to make of the Agnew role last week. That I, I'm still trying to figure out why Jamal Agnew was like their main receiver, their main running back. Uh, Dave, any insight as to why? <laughs> I mean, because it seemed like J- they really like James Robinson. I don't know if he cursed out Doug Peterson on the plane ride. Like I can't figure out why Jamal Agnew was so involved in the passing game. Um, and uh, I don't know. James Robinson was seeming to get a lot of that. It's weird. Yeah, Zay Jones was out. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if that has something to do with it. Last year when Agnew played, he was he was their number one receiver the five weeks that he played. Yeah. And so they they've liked him before. I know it's a new regime. Um, and just random stat, Doug Peterson, if he wins this weekend against Houston, is the fifth all time on the head co- all time winning winning his head coach in Jacksonville history <laughs> with three that, wins. Yeah, um, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um shout out Benjamin Albright. But, That's a great uh, yeah, set. I actually got Agnew coming up in my lineup here. Um, I just he's he's a cheap play, uh, and that that offense should be really good. They're the the fourth uh, most implied fifth fifth most implied points is Jacksonville. Fourth is Philly. Third is Tampa. Two is Kansas City. One is Buffalo. Now, what do you mean by implied points? Is that uh, something tied to team totals or? Yeah, so you you're looking at like the 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 total for the entire game, and then you're just saying like. All right, Buffalo is a five-point favorite, so they got that that share of the of the total. So Buffalo is projected for thirty-one. Uh, K- KC, who's not on this slate, is twenty-nine. Tampa twenty-eight. Philly twenty-seven and a half, and then Jacksonville uh, twenty-six point two five points. Like it. Deep analytics. Agnew played eighteen eighteen snaps. He ran fourteen or fifteen routes, and he got six targets. No, I know. Like, like the, they clearly have very special. They have plays that they practice specifically to get him the ball. And they were close. I mean, if they when they were up fourteen nothing, he was open. Reminds me a little of a like a Devin Hester or a, who was the return man for the Chiefs? Percy Harvin. Percy Harvin, good example. Yeah. Uh, Dante Hall, the human joystick, where they they have these guys who are athletic but probably don't run the best routes, and so they bring them in for these gimmick plays. I, I don't know; it's it's strange because I even looked week third, week three, he only had fourteen snaps, but just felt like he was massively part of the game plan last week. Ryan, before we get to the rest oh. of the lineup, uh, shout out to Trade Coffee. You know, crank cranking out content is a, just a full time job, and you know what helps you get through cranking all that content and also consuming a bunch of content. 
caffeine, baby. My choice, uh, my drug of choice uh, when it comes to caffeine, of course, is delicious trade coffee. Again, start off my day with uh, some co- uh, some trade coffee. Get it in the nice uh, grinder, ready to go on my alarm, and then in the afternoon, I switch to trade coffee, cold brew. Ba- it's really easy to make your own cold brew. Highly recommend doing it. And uh, the caffeine is uh, off the charts. If you're if you're a maniac like myself. <laughs> And uh, again, I love the fact that the coffee is like personalized to your taste. It's it's such a great feeling when I walk by the mailbox and I can smell those those freshly roasted beans uh, like through the mailbox. That's how good the smell is, how powerful it is. Um, and again, trade coffee, whatever kind of coffee you like, grind whole bean, whatever it is, uh, whatever flavor, they got you covered. You start off with the coffee quiz, they match it to your specific taste, and then you're off and running. So if you want to support a small business and brew the best cup of coffee you've ever made at home, it's time to try trade coffee right now. Trade is offering uh, our listeners a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping. All you got to do is go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off your subscription of the best coffees in the country. Last but not least, Odds Trader. That's right. Odds Trader is your one stop shop when it comes to sports gambling. You want to compare live odds, you want uh, player injuries, play by play updates, handicapping uh, data, bet tracking information, projected game day weather. Odds Trader has you covered. All you got to do is go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Odds Trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Kramer, uh, before we get to your second receiver, also shout out the SGPN fantasy guys oh. are giving away a DeAndre Swift autographed jersey. Or a DeAndre Swift that. jersey, oh, and it uh. is autographed. Yes, okay. Um, <laughs> and a uh, $50 uh, credit to the uh, SGPN merch store. Uh, head over to Twitter at SGPN Fantasy to get all the details. Uh, I like that. And by the way, um, Trip going back to trade coffee. We should give them a note. Yes, Li- liquid nose beers. You think they'll, <laughs> th- that would be a great slogan? All right, I like it. I'll see. I'll run it by the trade guys. Yeah, see li- if they're... liquid nose. All right, so a wide receiver two. Yes. All right, come on, Chris Godwin. Uh, we are fifty nine hundred. Again, consolidation. <laughs> like what of tar- you did there, Ryan. Consolidation of targets. Uh, I. D- it does seem like Julio is dealing with something again. And what do we know? When Tom, when things get rough, what does Tom Brady do? He goes to the guys he knows. Yeah. And while you know, there's a version of this game where Atlanta stubbornly tries to run the ball and eat the clock. I I just don't think they're going to be successful doing that. Tom Brady needs to make a statement. He just got one upped by fucking Patrick Mahomes while he's going through this this rough personal time. Bullshit. TB12 is not going to stand for it. Yeah, Godwin, fifty nine hundred, cheapest he'll be the rest of the season. Yeah. No, I it's it's hard to argue with Godwin, and he looks he looks he looks like he's healthy, so I I think that's a good play. Uh, Dave, what about you? Oh, you're muted. You're muted. I was able to pay up, and actually, my most expensive receiver is Debo Samuel. Nice, uh, seventy seven hundred. He gets Carolina, and Carolina is just awful. Um, we hope to see as anyone that, that anyone that likes Carolina hopes that Matt Rule doesn't make it past halftime. <laughs> Baker looks awful. Um, Debo, they're going to be all over them. So I just expect a huge Debo game and it's yeah. Carolina Debo's from Carolina. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. That's a good nugget. And, and I do think the defense could put the offense into some very good positions, like getting some turnovers 
um, and not scoring touchdowns, I think is like a great spot because then they can get some nice, uh, easy small drives for Debo. I mean, his catch after the or his run after the catch is insane, uh, and he showcased that on Monday night. Speaking of Monday night, Cooper Cup went off. I'm taking him again at home against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I, it's just like any game situation, he's going to be involved. If the Rams are driving, cool. If the Rams are behind, uh, cool. Cooper Cup. If they're if it's like a neutral game script, still going to get Cooper Cup. And I think the Rams uh back to back weeks without an offensive touchdown. I, I think Cooper Cup is due. Uh, and he's played better at home. He has all three touchdowns come at home, where he's had 29 targets, 24 catches in just uh, two home games. So uh, you're paying up for him, but I think this is my—I don't even know if he's going to be chalky. Um, maybe he will be. Maybe people are high on the Dallas team, but he's what, do, what do you think his ownership would be? He's 700 more than any other player. If you remove Justin Jefferson, and he's north of a—he's a thousand—he's 1100 more. Then McCaffrey, he's, you know, to the point of we we often like you get expensive to be different. I'm sure he'll still carry some ownership, but that's yeah. it makes it hard to when you're taking 10k off the top. It does make it well, hard. Well, I mean, and that's like you know that's like going with Trevor Lawrence, you know, going to a cheaper quarterback. You you got to fill it up with some big dogs like Cooper Cup. I, what do you? I mean, because that's another one. I guess the the counter to the counter would be Higby and. Uh, and and Cup have gotten so many targets; it's an easy double stack. So may, maybe it is, and it's not. But is anyone? I, I feel like people are going to be hesitant to play Matt Stafford, so I don't think they will be double stacking that. Yeah, game. Maybe you're right. And, and maybe and it's just coo- coo- lots of naked Cup. I don't know. Yeah, I, Cup singles. Uh, I was. We were watching the game at home, and I I looked over to the wife, and I was like, they were showing just like Cooper Cup, kind of like from a side angle, a little bit like that Wolfman. And I go picture that guy in a Grateful Dead T-shirt. <laughs> He's the best wide receiver in the NFL. And she just had this "What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> uh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful man. All right, uh, what are we on third? Yeah, third, third receiver. receiver. All right. So I think you got to cash in on this, even though it might be a little chalky. I, I we've been wanting to see what Pickens is going to look like with his quarterback. Kenny Pickett's in there now. We've gotten the full blown announcement that he will be the starter going forward. Oh, okay. George Pickens, he received eight targets, ended up with six catches, 102 yards. He's just a different kind of receiver. Why Mitchell Trubisky wasn't able to throw him the ball is beyond me. And when you look at what this offense has to offer, I understand that the offensive line is is subpar, but they have a Fantasy, like everyone loved Najee Harris. I understand the injury, but even Jalen Warren looks fun. But then they have Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and George Pickens, who looks like an absolute alpha. Yeah, he does. He he should continue to have opportunities because you're not putting your top coverage on George Pickens. And I I do think Kenny Pickett. Kenny looked, Pickett not afraid to put the put the ball up in the air, which, which and- means he's going to give him shots. So forty three hundred, he's very cheap. It, it it does create a fun game stack environment with Buffalo, who you know tends to force everyone to score points, and so yeah, we will have a Kenny Pickett lineup this weekend. Uh, but for this this lineup, give me George Pickens for forty three hundred. Dave, I actually have George Pickens as well. Yeah, nice, um, oh nice. So I I did put George Pickens in for a lot of the same reasons. Uh, I've been doing the the Dork report every week and doing the per, just look at doing a progress report off of each rookie. 
And looking at his air yards, looking at his targets and opportunity, like in fantasy football, you don't chase points. You you chase the, the things that, that can indicate future success. And that is targets, air yards, targets per route run. Everything screams George, you know, George Pickens is going to be good. It's just Mitch Trubisky was holding him back. He had like 300 yards passing in two weeks, the first two weeks. I, I tweeted out like Pickett is going to play soon, earlier, like before Sun even started. Yeah, and, and it's it's kind of a bummer they didn't plan it better because they did have that long week going into the game last week, where they could have given him more reps. I guess whatever it worked out, because um, at the end of the day, at least you know I worry that Pickett's just not that good, but at least he's gonna try. Like Trubisky was playing like he didn't want to lose the job, <laughs> and it, Pickett by, is he's also a slow processor. Yeah, well, we'll see how it goes, but. I'd rather have a guy willing to take a shot than than Trubisky, who's just, you know, full blown pussy. But he was playing the position and not lose the position, yeah, he wasn't, he which wasn't, ironically lost him the position. Yeah, he wasn't a willing runner. Like the few things you liked about Mitch Trubisky, he wasn't well, doing. And you have you have Deontay Johnson who just gets open. You have Chase Claypool who can go up and and grab a ball with anyone, and George Pickens who looks like he might be able to do both. How you were not able to work, and Fryermuth, who's a monster of a man, like how you weren't able to work this out, beyond me, beyond me. All right, where, where, where are we at? We You're are at my third receiver. receiver. Okay. Uh, he is my bring back. Give me uh, Nico Collins, forty one hundred <laughs> against the Jags. This is, uh, you know, he 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 started. He had a decent, uh, actually, his best game of the year against the Chargers last week. It, it's if you look at it, he's only eight yards behind Brandon Cooks. In in receiving yards, yeah. and he has 15 less targets and nine less catches. You want to talk about air yards? He's almost neck and neck with Brandon Cooks as well. Like he's 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 right there. And I do think the Jags are susceptible to the deep ball. I know we didn't get to see much of it uh, against the Eagles because I think the 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 wind and the rain really made that kind of a different type of game. I know the Eagles wanted to get some deep shots on him. Uh, just weather wasn't permitting, but I think Nico Collins uh, maybe gets something deep. He had three catches for 82 yards. He is one of the few guys besides Damian Pierce, just breaking one that, that has big playability on this Houston team. And I think there's going to be opportunities against the Jags. I would love someone to go back at least a couple years and just take an inventory of every time we use a guy in a lot in a roster. <laughs> Nico, Nico Collins, Collins is, very is, is, uh, is creeping his way up in your but, all time. Well, he's just, he's a hard guy not to put in cause he's cheap. He's, he's going to get some looks. And he's going to get a couple of deep shots and we're way too high on the Houston Texans. Well, yeah. <laughs> and we have a soft Smith. spot for the Houston Texans. Come on, well, Pep, I, co- coach up Davis mills. <laughs> going back to the implied point totals. Carolina is the lowest. They don't have New England and Detroit, but I believe New England's probably going to be down there. Carolina's the lowest. Pittsburgh's second. Giants are third. Giants could be starting like Jake from State Farm yeah. this weekend. Like Tyler <laughs> Taylor, Tyler, Tyler Taylor might be have a concussion. Dale Jones likely out. They were working out AJ McCarron and uh That's a good AJ sign. AJ no. McCarron and Jake Fromm. They're about to go to London. <laughs> sounds um, like Chicago sounds Bears, like Davis and Texans are the fifth lowest. Oh no. Point. Fifth lowest. Yeah. Uh, well, they defy the odds. I mean, let's not forget they were thirty-five to one to win their division, and they're only two <laughs> games back. So, what are they? What are they now to win the division? I think they're like twenty-five. Probably, probably it's still same. like a decent. It's still it would still a good CLV. They right? haven't won a game, and their odds have gotten better. That's insane. Um, yeah, no, I'm not loading up on Houston, but I do think 
if the Jacksonville game pops a little bit, you're going to need someone on that Houston side. And I'm going so, Nico Collins. So in the game stacks that I've done from that game, I have gone Cooks and and Kirk, but you you make me think I should at least have a tiny bit of Well, cuz I think Cooks this could is, be the Nico. Cooks league. is like 2000 more and you look at the production, it's almost neck and neck. Yeah. I love I do like how Dave politely tried to tell us not to do it and we just <laughs> plowed right through. <laughs> like we'll have the Texans. All right, tight end? Yes. What do you got, Ryan? Oh, what the, I'm looking at the wrong one. All right, so I so badly wanted to not play this bring back and play Drake London, but it, I couldn't do it with, with George pick. I could just couldn't make it work. So Kyle Pitts. Oh my God. Fucking go. Oh they're going to have, right, here's the logic. All right. They're going to have to pass this game. I think Tampa's going to force them into a game that we haven't seen, which means pass, pass, pass. I think we could see something a little closer to their Seattle game where he got eight targets. I don't, I still don't know who else sees targets, especially with Patterson out. It's going to be very narrow on Drake London and, and Kyle Pitts. Yes. I will be playing a Mariota lineup. I do think Tampa drags them along for a little bit of a ride here. And we've seen when they need to, they have scored some points, the fucking nerds give the nerds a week. Right, we're gonna hear about how many routes he's run, all this great stuff. That Kyle, let Kyle Pitts have a good game, so I can <laughs> trade him in leagues where he's tradable. He's the obvious bring back here. We're correlating the tight end, and again, I need this to happen. Kyle Pitts, forty four hundred. All right, that felt good, Dave. Who's your tight end? Forty four hundred for him. I, I mean, what else am I gonna do, Sean? Yeah, uh, I was gonna. Yeah, try, I, I actually had a hundred bucks left, and I could have went double tight end instead of Pickens thought about it. No. But um I went with TJ Hawkinson riding riding Hawk. the the big week last week. If Ramon Rob misses again, um you're just gonna see a whole lot of a whole lot of hawk. They're going against New England. Um this is a winnable game for uh, you know for Detroit, but New England always finds a way to keep it interesting and that'll be enough passing to to get Hawkinson a, you know in these lineups the top tight end has been a huge part of these winning lineups. Yeah, you really it, and and with the gap too, it does seem like the surefire volume. I, like as Sean jokingly uh, commented on my price of Pitts, he does stand out in that. You go down the list. I mean, Kittle seems egregiously priced, as if they don't realize he's going to be blocked, blocking a lot more. Hawkinson, top of the board. Ertz, he's got a nice volume. Even Goddard, it's it's a it's a consistent volume, but it's low. Higby. The volumes there, Everett, it, a little bit of a question mark, and Fryermuth ha, has had decent uh, and in joke. It other than that, it's a it's a crapshoot, and even those guys, like once you get past the top guys, like no one's locking in more than six or seven targets. All right, yeah, Sean, for who, me, uh, I'm going Zach Ertz, forty eight hundred dollars. Uh, he's just it, it's a revenge game. This is the first time he's playing uh, the Eagles as a member of the Arizona Cardinals. The Eagles' strength is on their outside cornerbacks. I think if you can attack the Eagles in the air, it's with the it's in the passing game. Like there were some opportunities Irv Smith had that he just dropped some balls. I think they're going to go out of their way to get uh, Zach Ertz going near in the red zone as well. Every once in a while, the Jonathan Cannon system, like you have Hassan Reddick or Brandon Graham, like guys who are pass rushers dropping back, trying to guard a tight end, it just never works. And uh, I think Zach Ertz could. He's the guy I'm most worried about on their offense. Uh, 
he's no yak Zach. So you don't have to worry about the yards after the catch, but this is a target volume and a touchdown play. Give me Zach Ertz, forty eight hundred. Yeah, I mean you're not gonna like it, but I I actually think the top two targets on Arizona are both like strange matchups for the Eagles. Um, but you also thought Christian Kirk was gonna roast this round. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened there. Maybe it was the weather. The well, weather's an excuse Avante, for some. Avante things, Maddox not, was out. Yeah, it's just a weird game. Goldilocks looked horrible. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that was a Christian Kirk wasn't getting open. We'll have to watch the all twenty-two. Right. We'll grind it. We'll we grind have, the tape. In fairness, we haven't watched the tape yet. Sean has not watched the tape yet, so <laughs> we shouldn't be commenting on these types of things. Flex spot. Uh oh, Sean, I, I saved some money. And he's coming off kind of a dud. You know, because you played him. Stefan Diggs, eighty four hundred, stacked up with George Pickens here. I think his ownership will be a bit down this week, both because the projection, like the game projections here, are, are probably going to draw people to playing Singletary. Um, you know, I, you know, I've actually kind of, while we've done the show here, talked myself in the idea of a Josh Allen Diggs lineup might actually not be super chalky, even though all mm-hmm. he does is uh, win people money. But yeah, Diggs in the flex, eighty four hundred. You know, I was looking around at the the various games to kind of circle as like, I want to rotate my lineups around stacks from these couple games. It, it's not a great week for, for finding games that really stand out to me as like, they're going to produce points and it's not obvious. So I, I think this is one that could produce more points than we think, right? We're getting a new, a fresh looking offense because there is a new quarterback and we're getting a Buffalo team that seems to, no matter how they want to play, will play fast and pass the shit out of the ball. So, and score points. So I, I think like I I've ended up playing more like versions of this, like Fryermuth with Gabe Davis, uh, one of the receivers with Diggs. I don't know. 8,400 Stefan Diggs. Yeah, no, I mean it, it, I guess the only thing that's six concerning tar- coming is off like, a six target game. Yeah. I don't know the spread. Um, no, but that's why I think it's, I mean, I think in a 14 point spread in a version of the game where they cover big, Josh Allen could still put up four touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, you, you compare it to the last time they were a double-digit favorite uh, against the Titans, and they lit them up. Probably, a, you know, Titans are a better version of the Steelers, and you know, Diggs had a massive, massive game. I uh, almost like the Steelers to score, be able to with uh, my optimism around Kenny Pickett. Maybe they can at least. Well, I think they could. You know, I think they could get some garbage time stuff. And again, that's we're not going to see Mason Rudolph at the end of this one. <laughs> Knock on wood, unless I can see Kenny Pickett get knocked out of the game. That was a Malik Willis comment, more than anything else. <laughs> uh, Dave, what about you? Who's in your flex spot? Uh, we talked about earlier Jamal Agnew. Um, you know, Jaguars do have a high implied total. Um, I do think Zay Jones misses. Uh, Evan Ingram has really not done anything, um, and all that stuff that was going to Zay Jones, it's now it's you know it looks looks like it could be going towards Agnew and. Uh, so I went with him for the, you know, he's 3,600 pretty cheap. They, yeah. He, that's how you win a milli, right? Sean, you know, no. Sean knows something about almost winning a milli. Yeah. And uh, Agnew, there's two ways to play it. It's like one, that was, that was the Jamal Agnew game or two, they got close to the Jamal Agnew game. And this is the Jamal Agnew game. You know what I mean? Like they, they showed that this guy can get open. I could see Doug P going like, Hey, we got to get this guy the ball. He's getting open. Um, he had some good looks, so yeah. Doug I, P does kind of seem so like cheap. a show. You, you like you earn your way on, on onto the field, so maybe it's like he clearly made them better. I mean, honestly, at thirty six hundred dollars, 
tell me a tell me a guy who you you could make a stronger case for at home in the flex position. This year has been harder than I feel like I remember in terms of dumpster diving. Yeah, it's I mean, really like hard to dump Scotty. Dive. I mean, here, here are you who are you comparing in the thirty six hundred range? You know, Scotty Miller, Kendrick Bourne, <laughs> Khalif Raymond. Uh, okay. Yeah, you, know, you know, again, it's like some of these Kyle guys. Phillips. Cole Beasley at thirty nine hundred. He's always he's always exciting. All right, for my flex position, six thousand dollars. <laughs> Give me Skinny Batman himself, Uh-oh. Devonta Smith. Hold on, costume change. <laughs> this is great. I mean, the fact that you ordered a uh, Batman mask. Let's go. It's okay, the new dog on. mask. I mean, except let's, just, uh, let's make sure people can see it. It's the new dog mask. It, Batman <laughs> it does. Makes you look angry. <laughs> it does look. Uh, I'll I'll say this. Batman does look weird with a beard. I can see why he goes clean shaven. Yeah. The mask <laughs> beard look a little tough maybe, to pull maybe off. A, maybe a black beard. Maybe it's the contrast. Yeah. Maybe I I, I don't know if I don't know if I want to put a bunch of black. Uh, Face what is the Batman reference? The is it because he has no actual superpowers, Devonta Smith, or uh, is no, it because he's a nerd who likes they're, gadgets? It's because they have three Batmans on the team. Oh wow! They have Swole Batman, AJ Brown, Skinny Batman, aka me, Devonta Smith, and then Fast Batman, aka Quez Watkins. Fast Man, Wait, Batman what? didn't get any uh, targets last week. What, they had a nickname, and then the other two guys got upset, so they made two more nicknames. No, it's it's cool <laughs> that everyone is a Batman. Right, it kind of is, you know. It's it's a nice take uh, on the thing. Everyone can be a fat man. Jason Kelsey is fat Batman. It's the new dog mask. Is except, Homer? Is except Homer you can breathe still out. on the board? Homer? Yeah, is he still on the board over there? I feel like if we asked Homer Simpson about this, he might he might be wanting to check in. No. <laughs> uh, Devonta six, uh, Devonta Smith, six thousand dollars. I think I think this is just a perfect environment for the passing game. Last week it was all it was all about getting Miles Sanders going, the running game, the defense against this Arizona defense at home. Uh, Jalen Hurts is going to be able to throw all over them in that controlled dome environment. I think they're in trouble. I mean, their their defense is bad against uh, against the pass, and especially at home. Uh, I think they light them up. But yeah, I think Devonta Smith. Keep an eye. He went out of the game for a little bit with a back thing, came back in the game. So. Not super worried, but keep an eye on the injury report. Long travel in the dry area of Arizona. I don't know the East Coast guys. They might not be good for. Should be good for his back, but maybe he's. I don't know. He's not Batman, Ryan. He's Batman. Let's go, baby. The utility belt to take oh, down the Jesus. Arizona Cardinals. That's disgusting. All right, so I stacked my defense with Herbert. Give me the Bears against Kirk Cousins. I'm also on the Bears defense. Really? Yeah. Fuck. Does that mean it's going to be a popular defense? No, I don't think so. It's a it's a road defense. I mean, it's only twenty three hundred dollars, and when you're playing defenses, you should just be punting. And you know what happened last week? Robert Quinn got absolutely shut down by Andrew Thomas, best left tackle in the National Football well, League. I, He's gonna want. I think eat. I think Kirk Cousins is actually gonna try to attempt the forward pass. Yeah. Unlike the Giants. Oh wow. And so I think that will create opportunities. Is Kirk Cousins gonna run for two? Didn't think so. Uh, probably not. No, and didn't that, think so. Dan Jones. I'm on. I'm on the Bears. They the the yeah. defense is the That's strength right. of the okay. team. Uh, it's one of the few things they do right. They they're able to pressure the passer, and you know it's a division game. I could see them getting up for this. So twenty three hundred bucks. I mean, again, yeah. you're kind of punting at defense there. 
The only other twenty four hundred dollars for the Steelers defense. I, I don't know. I guess you would talk yourself into Josh Allen creating some turnovers there. So I'm playing. I mean, just the other defenses I've I've played this week. So if Niners, like I said, it's expensive, but it pairs nicely with Jeff Wilson. And you know, I I think I, I think you got it. You're gonna have to if you're gonna punt. The other way to punt would probably be to play. As much as I hate to say it. Atlanta, like it wouldn't work well with this stack lineup, but the version of this where Tom Brady is, they, they have another game where they're struggling. Yeah, and again, Atlanta. I'm not, I'm not going to play it in this one. Cause I have Trevor Lawrence, but Houston defense maybe, but uh, again, that's on the road. Who you got Dave? What do you got for a defense? Uh, it was either Seattle or Dallas, both 2,500 okay. about what I had to spend left. And cool. so I want Dallas, uh, Matthew Stafford. We saw Monday. Um, Eight pick sixes since 2020. <laughs> the the next closest is three guys retired with four. Whoa! So, um, you could still see a huge Cooper Cup game, and Trayvon Diggs gives up you know 200 yards passing, but he takes one to the house. Um, you also have the you know the offensive line is awful, and the Dallas defensive line is good. So I just think the Dallas defense defense line does exactly the same as San Francisco. And creates a lot of commotion back there, which could cause uh, some big points. That that is that does seem like they're they're. Uh, I mean, not that I would play the Cowboys, Sean, but they do yes. seem very cheap. That is a disgusting. I mean, uh, well, and especially you know maybe um, somewhat home field environment for them. Uh, they're able to rush the passer. That Rams offensive line to me is just not the same without Whitworth. Let me ask you this, Sean. If you were in a fantasy matchup, high stakes fantasy yes. matchup, and you were down 18.9 points. Yeah. And all you had left was San Francisco's defense. I'd like my chances the sta- right. Matt Stafford. What would you set your odds <laughs> at? Cuz I set him at 6 to 1 before the matchup started. Uh I mean, I would say this. It's probably what was San Francisco's any defenses anytime touchdown. Mm. I think that was like 350 400. Those are probably closer to the true odds, but I would say that's still a great comeback. And for the way it happened, I mean, Stafford is a point factory right now for the defense going against. No, them. I know. What did we? we Dave wh- brought up an unfortunate number of good points for the Dallas Cowboys. What was the What was the uh, price we gave out on Stafford most interceptions on the season? Uh, it was like eighteen to one. Oh. <laughs> and he right now he's, he's running away with it. He just gotta stay healthy. <laughs> Please stay healthy, Matt. <laughs> well, and you know he's not gonna get benched for poor play. They're gonna let him run it out. It's all. The problem is all of a sudden his uh, elbow or back is going to flare up if once he hits like double digit interceptions. <laughs> Doesn't uh, want to set any records here. Dave, appreciate you calling in. Uh, where can people catch you? Yeah, you can find all my work at Sports Game Podcast Network. Um, if you go to at uh, Dynasty Dorks on TikTok um, mm-hmm. and then uh, on Twitter at Dynasty Dorks, any fancy football or Dynasty questions, hit me up. Yes, sir. I mean that's literally it. your DMs are probably a lot like mine. <laughs> nothing, nothing. Uh, Starter sit. Nothing hot or heavy, but yeah. Pick like, one. Who am I starting in my? They second don't even flex? say hello. It's just like, <laughs> what do I do? Yeah, here? <laughs> yeah. It's uh, you want is it the, your twenty seventh guy versus twenty eighth guy? And you better get it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just open up with some conversation. Hey, Dave, big fan of the show. Like the podcast. <laughs> By the way, could you help me out here? Small talk goes a long way. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, leave leave a nice rating review. Screenshot it. Click the contest tab in the uh, SGPN app and submit it for a chance to win a hundred dollars. Uh, every hundred dollar gift certificate every Monday, aka Merch Monday. 
and youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast where I've, I, I forgot Sean has been wearing a Batman mask for the last couple I'm minutes. I'm closing so it out in the Batman mask. Check that out. That's uh, that's available there. And of course uh, check out at SGPN fantasy on Twitter for how to win your autographed Deandre Swift Jersey. Yes. Sir. Oh, hell yeah. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green. And he is Ryan, Sean, Kyle Pitts week. Kramer, let it ride.